0: Hey everybody, it's Scott Bischoff coming to you for a Detroit Lions podcast. We're going to break down the Detroit Lions week 18 road game against the Green Bay Packers. The Lions are playing meaningful, really meaningful football games in January. Um it's remarkable what's happened to this what the, what this franchise has done. Um the players, coaches, all that stuff in uh, the last half a season. Um it's just it's it's crazy to think about where they've come from. Um even at the halfway point of this year. So, uh for all intents and purposes it's a playoff game. Last week was a playoff game for them as well. Um 2 weeks ago against Carolina it was and we know how that ended up. Um So you know, it's it's interesting because the lines are going to know they're going to know what they have to do before they play. Uh their playoff fate is going to be based on what happens again when the rams play seattle at 4-25 uh, so there's a bunch of ways that we can look at this um we're not going to there's not going to be any negativity about about any of this stuff because it's super exciting um uh, again that they're playing this kind of football this late in the season um it's just it's remarkable so uh anyway coming at you right after the break lions at packers week 18 Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is... The Detroit Lions Podcast. Okay, so week 18 coming up. Lions are on the road at Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Um, The Lions put a... Uh, a, a pretty good beating on the Bears last week. Um, and that's an understatement. They they dismantled the Bears in a bunch of ways. Uh, watching the pass rush, watching them, uh, you know, just what they did on offense and how clean and efficient they, they played that game. Um, and, you know, how aggressive they were, too. How assertive they were at times when they could have just sat on, you know, they could have sat on a 10 or a 14 point lead, but they didn't. And that's, it's, such, it's awesome to see. It's one of the, it's one of the things that I always, I always worried about with, um, like with the Caldwell years was that they just never, they never seemed to be aggressive or assertive enough in the second halves, which ended up allowing teams to get back in games that maybe shouldn't, maybe these, you know, maybe they shouldn't have gotten back in games and it forced the Lions to play tighter in, in games later in games than they needed to. So it's just cool to see. Uh, it was it was good to see them bounce back after the the Carolina game, and it's just I'm I guess I'm just really excited about where they are as a franchise. They still have a long way to go, but you know it's the first week of January, and you have a essentially a playoff game. Uh, which is remarkable if you consider this team started one and six. So, their first, effectively, season and a half, the Lions were 319 and one, um, which is kind of bad. And then, the, you know, they're six and two from that point forward. Um, we can talk all day long we could about Brad Holmes and him hitting on in uh, you know it's early for some of this stuff but still you, you look at Kirby Joseph and James Houston and and you know i i still i still look at the Josh Cal- Pascal pick and i think that's going to be i think he's a really good player uh, i think he'll be he'll be a very effective player for them in the long term um Hutchinson's playing well James Houston it's just a, it's remarkable uh, to to watch him rush the the passer he does things He's doing things uh, at a pretty electric level. The bend, the power, uh, the uh, leverage, all that stuff. Um, so I just, I just think, in you know, the summary into going, going into week 18 is it's clicking in every way that it could. You've, you've got a GM hitting in the in the draft. You've got coaches really figuring out how to use players, and you've got players playing at a pretty high level. Um, so, you know, um, Green Bay is a is a it's a tough place to play. It has been for the Lions for a long time. That may coincide with the Packers going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, um, but even before even before, you know, Green Bay is just a tough place to play, especially especially in the cold. Um, the Lions may get a bit of a, you know a bit of a break um, as far as the cold goes and the weather goes for this game, but. It's a huge game. Uh fire it up for it. Uh, so the numbers, we're gonna try to get through these real quick. The game total is 49. Uh, Green Bay is favored by four and a half at home. The implied totals have Green Bay at 26.75 and the then the Lions at 22.25. So um again, these numbers are are picked from uh pretty early in the week, so things can change. Um Vegas is kind of expecting a higher scoring game, which I think is completely reasonable to expect. On offense, the Lions are uh, averaging 4.6 yards per carry, which is tied for 11th in the NFL. The Packers are are averaging 4.7 yards per carry, which is tied for 8th. The Lions have 21 rushing touchdowns, 3rd in the NFL. The Packers have 12, which is tied for 22nd. The Lions are averaging 7.6 yards per, per passing attempt which is tied for 6th in the NFL. The Packers are averaging 6.9 yards per attempt, which is 19th in the NFL. Detroit has 29 passing touchdowns, which is tied for 5th. Green Bay has 26, which is 11th in the NFL. On to the defensive side of the ball. The Lions are allowing uh, 5.3 yards per carry, which is tied for 30th. Green Bay allows 5.0 yards per carry, which is tied for 27th. The Lions have surrendered 22 rushing touchdowns, which is 30th in the NFL. Green Bay's given up 16, which is tied for 21st. The Lions are worst in the NFL tied with Chicago. I think it's Chicago, Um, giving giving up 7.5 yards per passing attempt. Green Bay gives up 7.0, which makes them tied for 25th. The Lions have given up 25 passing touchdowns, which is tied for 24th. Green Bay has given up 22, which is tied for 14th. Um, Sacks. The Lions have given up a grand total of 23 sacks on the season in 16 games, which is second in the NFL. It's a remarkable number. The Lions' offensive line is damn good. It just is. And and the ability for it to, to grow into even being better. Um, they've had a, they've had a hole at the, at the right guard position for a long time this season. But when you look at Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow, and Penny Sewell, and the concept of adding a, I don't want to say a heavy, the concept of adding a good right guard, um, not early, you know, round three, four, five range, you can find players there. Um, The offensive line has a chance to be special for a while Uh, green bay has given up 30 sacks which is eighth in the nfl the Lions have generated 37 sacks which is tied for 17th and green bay has generated 33 which is tied for 23rd and then the last thing we're going to look at um stat-wise is at least in this way interceptions the lions have generated 11 which is tied for 19 and Green Bay has 17 interceptions this season, which is tied for third. That's a lot. Done a good job turning over the ball. Uh, the Lions have only thrown seven interceptions. Jared Goff, good job. Um, second second in the NFL. Green Bay has thrown 11, which is tied for 12th in the NFL. So those are the numbers um, in that side of things. We're going to look at some trends. Uh, the Packers had a, a buy in week 14. So we kind of... I think it's always good to look at things in a in a with some recency. Um unless something stands out. So we're going to look at uh the last four games or four weeks for the Packers offense and defense. We're going to look at what the Lions offense has done the last four weeks and then we're going to we're going we've done this for a while. We're going to look, we're going to keep tracking the Lions defense from the point where they dismissed Aubrey Pleasant and they got some players to return and they and they shifted some things around. So um the Packers on offense over the last uh four games, four weeks, three games. They average 21 completions and 32 attempts, which is 66%. 212 yards passing per game, they're averaging one passing touchdown and uh they've thrown two interceptions in that three game span. So just under it's it's 0. 0.7 interceptions per game. The run, they averaged 31 carries for 127 yards for 4.1 yards per carry. Um, They've done some damage on the ground. They have five rushing touchdowns in three games. They've done a good job there. So that's their offense. We'll get into a little deeper about about their offense. These are just the numbers. Uh, Their defense, again, week 14 by, so this is a three-game, four-week stretch. Um, They're giving up an average of 17 completions on 27 attempts for 228 yards. Uh, they've given up four touchdowns in three games. So it's it's 1.33 touchdowns per game. They have seven interceptions over that three-game period. Uh, three in the last two weeks. So they had they picked off two or three times. And they picked off Kirk Cousins three times last week. So they're averaging a shade over two interceptions a week. Um against the run, they've given, they're averaging 18 carries. They give up 85 yards, which is 4.66 yards per carry. Um, they've given up one touchdown rushing in that four week, three game span. So, um, some of that is, um, if you just look at it, some of it is, you know, you look at, you look at the Rams, uh, who they played in week 15, they played Miami in week 16 and Minnesota in week 17. And yes, Minnesota has Delvin Cook and he's a he's a remarkable running back, but Minnesota's not they're just you know, uh they're they're very dependent on their passing game. And when you can make Kirk Cousins uncomfortable, you can make him look like he did last week. So, um you know, I think uh against Dalvin Cook and Company, they gave they gave up twenty carries for hundred and two yards and no touchdowns. They gave up eighteen uh carries for eighty two yards and a touchdown to Miami. That could have been Raheem Mostert. Uh they gave up seventeen carries for seventy two yards to the Rams. So it's a it's a team that's playing that looks like on number you know, on the numbers and just on paper, it looks like they're doing a a good job defending the run. But I will um I will tell you, I have to remember where I left off there. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you that that the Lions pose a challenge for the Packers on defense. And it's essentially the Lions' ground game and their ability to run with power. Um, The scheme, the power, like the gap scheme, is something that the Packers struggle with. It's just... um, They just don't, they don't have the personnel or the size to match up. And I think it's, uh, as we're doing this, I'm going to look up, I should have done this before, but I just thought of it. I'm going to look up what the the Lions did back when they played each other the first time. But um, they, uh, the Packers definitely struggle. Um, If you look at like Miami, Miami runs a, a wide zone scheme and it just that scheme seems to be something that the packers do well with. They have some speed at the second level. Um Quay Walker is a fast linebacker. Um they just you know, I think I think when you look at teams that run with power uh against Green Bay you'd look at teams that are a little more effective, right? So, um hang with me as I talk through this because I'm going to try to find when the Lions played the Packers. I should know this, and I'm embarrassed that I don't know this. But the point remains that we have uh, a situation with the Lions on offense where where they, they have the ability to get into their um uh, you know their looks where they're pulling guards where they're where they're uh double teaming uh you know interior defenders and moving them off the ball where the Lions can go into, um, you know, like uh, 12 personnel, which is one running back and two tight ends. They can get into 13 personnel, which is one running back and three tight ends, and then just be a really heavy look. And it's just something I think that it's something that the Packers struggle to defend. They just do. So I think that, you know, the point I'm making on all of this is that the on paper the packers look like they're defending the run pretty well right now but the lions pose a challenge uh and have posed a challenge for teams for a while teams that don't defend power are going to struggle against what the lions do on offense and um you know i mean i think it's i think it's i want to say jamal williams had 24 carries for 81 yards against the packers when they played back in uh <laughs> i wish i knew let's say week 9 so um you know that's the nuts and bolts of it is is just the packers don't have the personnel to just to line up and and stop what when the lions want to just run it down their throat the packers are not going to they're not going to have a great time doing that the lions have an advantage there i would think that i would think that that the lions are going to want to do everything in their power to uh, reduce the amount of possessions that they give the Packers as offense, and one of the ways you can do that, obviously, is it was Week Nine, is to uh, is to run the play clock down, and you know, kind of take the air out of the ball. Uh, use the running game to reduce uh, the clock. There's a there's a lot of ways you can do it, but but in the end, if the Lions use their running game. To generate first downs and consistently get the get themselves in good down and distance on second down and short yardage on third downs when they do have third downs you can open up your playbook you have play action you can go to um there's a lot of unique things that i would think that the lions will be bringing out of the playbook there's not a lot of reason to leave anything behind um sometimes earlier in the season you don't want to show certain looks to certain teams because because you want to save that stuff and this is this is as important a football game as as i i think has been played for detroit in quite some time and i don't say that just as um it's playoffs or bust the even the idea of keeping the packers out of the playoffs is pretty awesome like so if seattle wins and you know you can't make the playoffs but beating Green Bay and finishing nine and eight beating Green Bay on the road and keeping them out of the playoffs is a massive massive step for this football team now obviously you don't want that to be the case you you don't you don't want you wanna you wanna beat Green Bay on the road to make the playoffs obviously um but I guess the point is is that there's there's things to play for to develop to build on top of even in a scenario where Seattle does eliminate the Lions from the playoffs. And there's also there's also something that's probably going to be resolved by the time you guys see this. Um, there's some chatter out there that they may be expanding the playoff field to eight teams uh, this year because of the situation with Cincinnati and Buffalo last week. And if that's the case, then the Seattle game really doesn't matter to Detroit. It's a win and end sin- a situation. And I just can't think of a better Opportunity for a team like Detroit with a lot to prove on the road against a team that's kind of had their way with you for a while. And that quarterback, I'm gonna have a hard time saying his name. Um, I just don't think there's much that there, it could be better than being able to stick it to the Packers. I just don't, I mean, it was pretty cool watching watching them dismantle Chicago. This is gonna be better. Um, back in week nine. Jamal Williams had 24 carries for 81 yards. Justin Jackson had four carries for 27 yards. Swift got two carries for 10 yards. He was banged up. Um, The Lions beat the Packers 15-9. It was a low-scoring game. But they did did have 31 carries in that football game. So so that's kind of... That's kind of what the where the where the Lions and the Packers are uh, you know, when the Lions get on on offense for just from a running perspective. I think the Lions have some advantages that they can uh that they can they can exert some of their authority, uh, their size, their playmaking, and their ability to get their to get their their offensive linemen on the move. Uh, and that's gonna pose some challenges for Green Bay's defense. So so we see what the Packers offense and defense has done. Uh the Lions on offense, you know, um it's remarkable. The Lions so these are your averages. The Lions on on average they average 24 completions on 37 attempts, 298 yards, two and a half passing touchdowns a week and again, zero interceptions in the last four games. Jared Goff has done just an incredible job this season of taking care of the football. Period. Um you have to hand it to him. He's been he's been great this year. Uh on average there over the last four games, 28 and a half carries for 137 almost 138 yards. Uh they have three touchdowns in that four game span. Two of them came last week. Um I you know, coming clean and being honest, the Lions had 39 carries for 265 yards last week. So obviously that's going to really push up their numbers. They had been struggling to run the ball uh, before last week. So, you know, Chicago's Chicago's not a great run de- defense. You can run the ball on them. They had given up, I want to say they had given up eight touchdowns in the previous three games uh, on the ground. The Lions added two more. So Chicago's given up 10 in four games, rushing touchdowns. But still, you did it um DeAndre Swift looks looks explosive again like he's feeling better uh Jamal Williams to me Jamal Williams looked a little bit banged up in that game last week he didn't look quite himself um the Lions uh run average you know again three three touchdowns they had two last week in the last four games they are uh you only you only attempted 17 runs against Carolina because of the pace of that game so I think that the numbers, the averages are down as far as attempts. Um, you're going to see them thirty plus attempts. Uh, you want right now they're averaging four point eight three yards per carry over the last four games. We want to we want to see some explosive runs. Uh, I think we will. Um, it's going to be a really interesting uh, uh, matchup for them on offense, just to see uh, the things like I mentioned, the things that they bring out. That they haven't shown yet. Um, the things that they did show early, like the jet sweeps to Amon Ra. Um, there's a play that stands out where Amon Ra comes uh, comes along, and uh, Goff hands it in front of him, so it's essentially a pass. He just kind of bats it up in the air for Amon Ra, and instead of going wide, Amon Ra St. Brown, Brown folds in and in between, like the, the in between where Sewell. And the right guard would have been. And it's just a really unique look. Um, that kind of stuff. I'm really interested to see what kind of exotic looks and what kind of stuff that they bring out that uh, if you like offensive line play or uh, you know offensive schemes and that kind of stuff, it excites me thinking about uh, how the Lions can approach this matchup. So we've been tracking their defense for a while. Um We've been tracking their defense since i mentioned it earlier since aubrey Ple- pleasant was was dismissed um and this goes back to the the Green bay game in week nine and i just should- i guess i should have looked at this paper instead of uh fumbling around with my phone apologize for that so this is a uh this is a this is a nine week span where where we can see um and we've talked about this so this isn't new stuff but we know that running quarterbacks hurt the lions tremendously um Aaron Rodgers is still fleet enough of foot that he can do some damage over short areas where he can extend drives. He'll he'll run in sneaky kind of he'll 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 get first downs, he'll pick up first downs, but he's not gonna he's not gonna do like what Justin Fields does where he runs away from the defense. He's not gonna do that kind of stuff. Um Trevor Lawrence did a little bit of that. Josh Allen's super dangerous on the ground uh with his feet. But um If you look at all runs over this nine-game span, there's 235 carries for 1,296 yards and nine touchdowns, uh, which is an average of 5.51 yards per carry. But if you just isolate it down to running backs, the Lions over nine games, 182 182 carries for 182, (laughs) 182 carries for 831 yards. It's just over 4.5 yards per carry. Uh, they've given up four total touchdowns in that nine-week span to running backs. Two two came against Carolina. So, again, you have a, a long stretch, except for the one game, where the Lions have been very, very effective defending the run. Um, Green Bay likes to run the ball. They want to run the ball with Aaron Jones and get some explosiveness. And then they want to bring in AJ Dillon and with the size and just get him just get him into the second level and get him difficult to bring down. Uh Lions have done a really good job tackling. Obviously they did not against Carolina, but outside of that, they've done a really good job of tackling and rallying to the ball. That's going to be very important um against the pass. The Lions are 176 completions on 302 attempts which is a 58.3 completion percentage, that's really good. Uh, They averaged 256 yards given up per game. They've given up 13 touchdowns in that nine-week span. They have, um, I want to say, three, four, six, ten interceptions and 26 sacks. In that nine-game stretch, okay. So, obviously, we're looking at the previous seven games as like the first half. Those are games that you had with Aubrey Pleasant, without Jerry Jacobs returning to full capacity. Um, there's some there's some things that separate those, you know, the first seven games and the and the next nine. But I want to the Lions have. 37 total sacks on the season 26 have came in the last nine games so that means 11 came in the first seven huge number huge difference the lions have uh have 11 interceptions i want to say they had one in the first seven games they have 10 in the next nine so you know you're seeing a lot of playmaking you're seeing a a gigantic difference on what they're doing um both in generating pressure um being able to get quarterbacks off their spot, making quarterbacks uncomfortable, making, um, this is going to be a huge component of what happens this week, is getting an offense, and specifically the quarterback and the receivers, out of rhythm. So what I mean by that is quarterbacks like to drop back and Wide receivers run their routes, and in practice, pretty much play after play after play, there's a landmark that they have to get to on the field. And that's where quarterbacks want to throw the ball. So now if you're able to, if through your pass rush, you're able to force the quarterback to move his feet and get off of his spot, and through in coverage, um, if you're able to Bully wide receivers at the line of scrimmage and push them around a little bit and make it make it take longer for them to get to that spot or not be able to get to that spot, it makes it a different throw than the quarterback is used to. That's gonna be a huge component of what the Lions do on defense this week. So the combination of getting Rogers um uncomfortable off of his, you know, getting him to move his feet uh i would say it's it's it doesn't impact him as much because he's so ridiculously good with his feet that he's never not ready to throw the ball um it's i think it's one of his it's one of his gifts he's incredible at it is his his feet he doesn't he doesn't take he doesn't need to take a lot of time to reset his feet and to reset his platform to throw the football accurately um he's just ridiculous at it so but but it's more the physical pressure where where you can alter his throws is by making him very uncomfortable um so again that the co- the coverage aspect ties to that if if he gets frustrated and it, we've seen this for years if he gets frustrated with his receivers for not being where they're supposed to be it alters the way he plays um, they're, they're, they're just not as good on offense. They get out of rhythm and out of sorts, uh, very, not easily, but you can see it when it's happening that he's, he's just pissed. Um, and it's, and it's, you know, it, it would be great if the lions could get the, the Packers in a situation where they were just out of sorts. Uh, you know, I mean, we want to see iPads being thrown, um, we want to see rodgers rattled physically uh you want to hit him over and over you want to make him very uncomfortable but you also can't have coverage busts when when you're doing you know you you want to you want to make it uncomfortable for the receivers too you want to like i said you want to push them off their landmarks and that kind of stuff but but the two go they go hand in hand aaron rodgers we, You know, the Lions have to dial up ways to pressure him and make him uncomfortable. Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, th- there's a couple of, of keys. Um, not that we've done this much in these videos, but the, a couple of the keys this week are turnovers. I know that sounds really stupid to say that because obviously turnovers are a big deal. But turnover, getting Aaron Rodgers to throw an interception in this game would be a huge deal um getting him uncomfortable and rattled and running around uh, it would be great now the danger of him running around is him uh, is him making throws down the field while he is running around um so that's why i'm saying you're, you can't just you can't you can't have coverage busts uh or problems in the secondary if you're if a guy like rogers is running around because he will burn you so the lions have to play a very sound game on defense um I, you know, it's a good time for for the Lions pass rush to be sort of figuring it out. Uh, they're going to need it all this week. Um, another thing that stands out that that I am uh, worried about is uh, kicking is is the kicking game. I don't really want to see Keyshawn Nixon returning kickoffs. I just don't want to. I i I just i'm worried uh he's super explosive he is incredibly fast um he he does have the ability to to take a kick off the distance so you know it's one of those things where you know um just keep the ball out of his hands so jack fox is gonna have to do a good job on kickoffs not giving him opportunities to return the ball um And then, you know, with the punting game, I'm not sure how much punt returning he's doing, but he's dangerous. He's super dangerous. So it's just the little things like that. So, so that's a key. Like you you can't lose, you can't lose the return battle. You can't lose the turnover battle. You have to be, uh, and the lines have been phenomenal this year in with, with their red zone efficiency. When they get in the red zone, they've been scoring touchdowns. Uh, that's a testament to. Their offensive line, it's a testament to Jared Goff how efficient and effective he's been. Um those are going to be huge components of this game. You know, the team that wins the, the that the red zone battle, the team that scores seven points instead of three. Um, you can't miss kicks. You can't uh you can't throw picks that get returned for touchdowns. Um, again, Jared Goff's done a great job of not turning over the ball for a long period of time. Uh, I mean, to the point where I think you feel pretty comfortable, knock on wood there, but you you feel comfortable that the Lions should be able to be okay in a lot of these scenarios where, you know, I think the Lions pass rush can get home. I think that they can make Rodgers uncomfortable. I think they'll be able to run the ball on Green Bay. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that they can do on offense that they have not shown that'll be good things that they can do um I, you know i'm positive i i feel good about this matchup uh from from a number standpoint from a from just a, the, a scouting kind of standpoint i think the lions while i wouldn't say they have huge advantages they do have some advantages over green bay and it's just a matter of execution so you know i think the lions will, the lions should be able to run the ball and give themselves um a reasonable opportunity to stay in rhythm on offense and to get golf and the Lions uh play action game involved. Uh obviously that's a huge thing. Um so that's the that's the matchup for for week 18, I'm, you know, it's been a while since the, the the Lions have played a game that felt like this. I know that they made they've made the playoffs, you know, 6 7 years ago. But since then it just feels like you know, um I'm a draft guy, so it, you know, when the draft rolls around in week 8 it's draft season, and you know we have a little bit of that going on because we have the Rams, the Lions. I shouldn't say we. The Lions have the Rams pick, so you know there's they still have that going on. There's an early pick at play, but it's just it's been a while since it, it since the tide has turned in in a way that where you felt. I mean, I, I'm feeling, and I'm I hope you guys are too. Like if the Lions get in the playoffs there's a lot of teams that are not going to want to play them. They're just not, not just because of the way they're playing right now. And I think you can do, I think you can play that way in week 18 on the road in green Bay. And, and, you know, so um, I'm just feeling super optimistic about it. And, uh, and, and just fired up that this is where they are. Uh, And this is, this is, you know, we're less than two years into this tenure for Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes and you're playing this kind of an important game it's fired up for it uh you know i think uh, there's a lot of reasons for lions fans to be super optimistic about where they are um so again this week run the ball effectively finish in the red zone harass aaron Rodgers, hit aaron Rodgers, and make uh make it so their timing and tempo on offense is just off a little bit um that's where it is this week that's the uh that's the preview. Um, we'll we'll hit you next week uh, with what will be a preview for week one. I hope uh, their week one playoff matchup against whoever it is that they're playing. Um, so that's your preview for week 18. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. 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 Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes!